Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of The Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Welcome back to The Moon Underwater, where we are with comedian Lloyd Griffith designing his dream pub so far we've had on Draft, Castlemaine, Forex and Stella. And in bottle slash can, we've had Erdinger, 0% and Red Stripe. Lloyd, we had um, the pub quiz questions. It is now time for Dan to demand our answers. Okay, so quick recap. We'll do one, we'll do one at a time. It's, a, it's an opera theme. By what name is the chief female singer in an opera company normally known as... I've got, degree, I've got a degree in music, which isn't great for this. Chief, oh, fuck. I'm just, I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to go with the word heroin. Oh, uh, no, Robbie. Brilliant. I was I literally the only music word I could think of was soprano, which I know is wrong. But. It's wrong. It's, uh, there's two, actually, would have accepted either answer. The first one is uh, is something that we might call a footballer sometimes if they're, if they're uh, sort of throwing themselves about and having a strop. Diva. Diva or prima donna. Prima donna. Fuck. Yes. So that's where it comes that. from. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Every day's a school day. Yeah. Which two cartoon characters starred in the 1957 Warner Brothers Looney Tunes cartoon What's Opera Doc? There's a clue in the title there. Based on the operas of Richard Wagner. So Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes are cartoon characters. Should I go first? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Daffy Duck. Okay. And I'm going to pick the pig thing. I think Porky Pig. Porky Pig. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to go for Porky Pig. Yeah. And Daphne Duck. Okay. Uh, It's uh, uh, wrong. Oh. So Bugs Bunny. Is it his catchphrase? Oh, What's shit. up, Doc? What's right. opera, Doc? And he's uh, battling uh, Elmer Fudd in that. And that yeah. is an incredible cartoon. It is one of the best things you'll ever see. Really? I encourage anyone to look that up. And there's a, quite a lot of opera singers were inspired to be opera singers by that cartoon. Really? Yeah, there's a, there's a mezzo-soprano in America called Elizabeth Bishop. Oh, Bish. And she said that she could sing the entire cartoon before she even knew what opera is, and then she's become a successful opera artist. It's a, it's an incredible 
incredible piece of work. Go check it out. Yeah, right. brilliant stuff. Um, and the third one, in which film is a duet from The Marriage of Figaro played over the loudspeakers in a prison by a brave inmate? Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. That was, well that was what I was going to say because it was the only film yeah, that I could, I could yeah, yeah. think of, yeah. but I, I didn't know it. Yeah, it was green, could have gone with Green Mile. I couldn't remember. All I was thinking in my head was Green Street. <laughs> I knew it wasn't that. <laughs> Escape, escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, it could have been. No, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's a lovely piece of music. Yeah. I mean, Morgan Freeman's character, Red, says, uh, I'm not going to do the impression because I can't. No, I think I, the I, podcast might get cancelled. I have no idea to this day what those two Italian ladies were singing about. Truth is, I don't want to know. I like to think they were singing about something so beautiful it can't be expressed in words and makes your heart ache because of it. When I was at Soccer AM in the 2000s. Some, say the, a, some say the glory is. Mm-hmm. Apparently. We um, we had a feature called Stuck on the Moon CDs. It was basically a rip-off of um, Desert Island Discs. And we would always ask, in that, we'd always ask uh, a favourite movie. And every single footballer yeah. without his <laughs> yeah, favourite yeah. film was at the time Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. There was yeah. no variety. It's yeah, like in the 80s, that. every footballer's favourite TV show was Minder. Was it? Yeah, yeah. And they and most of them drove Capris. Yeah. Well, so one one each, although mine was pure luck. Yeah, so, not bad. So I feel I, 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 like you, you sh- I think if we were if we were doing Stapleford, you you should have had a better handicap than me there. Um and so you should have won that. I, that, I think he's won because I've got a degree in music okay. and partake in opera. So yeah, but mine was a guess. So I don't think I should have won. Mine was a guess on mine was also a guess, but also just because I knew that it was the film and inmates. Mm. Right. So I, I'd, I'd say Robbie's won. That's okay. very kind of That's you, very kind but I don't yeah. accept the win. Okay, yeah. cool. Draw. draw. It's a draw. Draw, it's a draw. draw declared. Okay. Uh, right, we need some spirits for this myth, mythical pub of yours. Couldn't decide whether to say mythical or mystical then, so just sort of mumbled a bit. <laughs> mythical, <laughs> mystical. You just dribble onto the microphone. <laughs> um, so the two spirits, um, and there's a little bit of teamwork going on here. Um, the first one is gin. Now, I never drank gin up until the age of 18 years old. I couldn't stand it. I remember my Auntie Beryl, God rest her soul. I thought you were going to say 35 or something. I didn't drink until I was legally allowed to drink. At that point. (laughs) (laughs) Call me old fashioned. I didn't drink gin in primary school. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) My mum's definitely going, stop fucking speaking. Stop fucking speaking. <laughs> no, but that is very good. Oh shit! So I was aware. I was like, oh, you know, I was aware of various spirits. You know, I drank half a liter of famous grouse when I was sixteen years old, and my mum punched, but not punched me, hit me. Um, <laughs> Your mum's loving. <laughs> yes, mum always hated it. Yeah. She's just happy you've not told us stories about going out to some nightclub off fishermen or away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everyone knows that the bank's full. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I was aware of various different spirits growing up, but I, I just, I remember my Auntie Beryl, who was not, no longer with us, but she was like a huge Im, Im, impact on my life. And, you know, sadly was was an alcoholic. 
Um, but she she used to drink various different like spirits. You know what I mean? Like, a, and, and I remember like once drinking some grapefruit. I'm going, oh, that's absolutely disgusting. She's like, no, it's not. I was like, that's absolutely disgusting. And she went, oh God, darling, that's got gin in it. <laughs> no wonder it tastes disgusting. <laughs> I was like, what? And my mum was like, oh, bloody hell, barrel. So I then just hated grapefruit juice and gin for that reason. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. And I went to Exeter and I was singing in the cathedral there. And um, again, some of the best years of my life. I keep saying that, don't I? Basically saying, I just hate my life now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was 18. It's to, awful. I wish yeah. I was 14 to 22. Yeah. Well, I went to Exeter and uh, there was these little gin parties that you'd have. And there's a, a, a mate of mine who I sang with called Tim. He's like, can I have a gin and tonic tonight? I was like, oh, I don't really drink gin. He's like, okay, cool. Bit weird, but fair enough. So I was on like, these Tesco, like, own brand beers. And uh, they were on these, like, quite nice gins. And we went to this gin party with one of the, the, the canons there, Canon Collins, who's lovely bloke. Again, sadly no longer with us, but he used to do these gin parties where he just used to, it was just basically really strong gin and tonics. And it was great. I mean, he'd like, just hold court, tell stories. I remember Tim going... Uh, Canon Collins, uh, Lloyd doesn't drink gin. And there was, again, it was like almost like a record scratch where everyone was like quiet. Just looks over and goes, well, you simply must. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. But then he made these gins and they were great because it wasn't like, it was like nice gin. It, it was specifically Plymouth gin. So he had Plymouth oh, gin. And he uh, infused, the, he had, he had uh, tonic infu- tonic infusions, which were like these like really lovely tonics, which I can't really get my head around. And then he used to have put um, uh, lemon in the ice cubes. And so the ice cubes would have, would have lemon in them. And they were very strong. But I just became then obsessed with gin after that. I remember going back home, like, oh, mom, I'm into gin. It's like, you've, you've changed. <laughs> what the fuck? I love, I love gin and tonic. So... I, and that's my kind of spirit of choice now. I often drink gin and ginger. Ooh. That's like my, one of my favourites. Oh, favorite. I'd like to try that. It's what, really ginger nice. Ginger like, beer like the Rochester ginger? Ginger. Uh, uh, what's Canada dry? Always, ginger beer, yeah. isn't it? Ginger beer or ginger ale? Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Ginger Canada. Ginger ale. Oh. Is there a difference between ginger? Yes, there is, oh. yeah. Because one of them's um, more gingery than the other. Um, whereas ginger ale, ginger ale. Canada dry ginger ale. Ginger ale. Yes. Gin and ginger, ginger ale. Look, absolutely beautiful. Highly recommend you drink it. And so that's that's kind of like my 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 spirit of choice. Um and then yes, yeah, so I've become a little bit obsessed with with, with, with gin since then. And uh, I don't mind a, a gin and tonic, gin and slimline tonic. Um, you know Gin and bitter lemon? I've never had a gin and bitter lemon. Ooh. Again, we used to make fun of my friend Mike at university for drinking gin and bitter lemon. So what are you, someone's nan? Lovely. Sort of thing. But he was right. And to be fair, I've I love gin. It's my it's my favourite spirit of them all. I think it's fam- fabulous. Um, it's one of the few that I think you can drink neat and still enjoy it. Mm. I don't do very much, but you can you can. I'm not going to just have a pint of gin. No, you I'm do not. Sound like my auntie Beryl. <laughs> but you can you can taste it and go. That's that's quite yeah. pleasant in a way. I wouldn't yeah. do with vodka. I just I think gin's got something 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 to it that's not like oh I think that's stripping my insides. Gin, obviously, still, you know, mother's ruin and, and and what have you, but I I absolutely love it and I've kind of become, um, yeah, but not a gin connoisseur, but I, I do have a number of gins at my house and would often buy a gin from a, a distillery from visiting on for a gig or whatever. I quite like, um, well, I'd like to try something called a gin and it, which Ooh. I read about in, uh, I was reading this book, uh, well, it's a trilogy called The Gorse Trilogy by Patrick Hamilton, which is about this sort of horrible. Uh, uh, con artist man who sort of cons women out of out of money. Oh, so it's a three-part series, but it's really really good. 
Um, well, it's, the first one's really good, and sort of he drank quite a lot during his life. Mm. By the time the third one's come along, the quality sort of <laughs> dipped a little bit. Um, but in the second book, there's this is a woman in it who constantly drinks gin and it's, and I was like, what is a gin? I'd never heard of that before. So I've looked up, I still haven't tried it, but it's uh, gin and then uh, Rosso or sweet vermouth um, with orange bitters. Oh. And it, it's apparently to be quite popular around the sort of, uh, you know, the early Sounds part of the last century. like semi-Negroni. Yes, it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, gin vermouth is the basics of a martini, isn't yes. it? Well, martini. my second spirit you're is not. a mate, martini dry vermouth. Oh, what? Is that a tugboat? It's a t- no, 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 it's my bell. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Which did come from a tugboat. Yeah. Um, Carry on. My very concern there, because vermouth and gin, a terrific combination. Yeah. If Dan's about to pull out, yeah, he's just got a bottle of vermouth. <laughs> it's extra dry. Ah. Uh. And I and I oh, have, have, oh, he's got some gin. I have just got some gin as well. But we don't have any ice. That's fine. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Don't have any ice. And do you have any olives? Do you have any brine? No. So I, the reason why I've gone for a, 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 a dry um, a vermouth, ideally a martini, is because I love a gin martini. Oh my. God, preach. As dirty as possible. Oh, yes. And yes. I, again, I've just, you know, I go, oh, yeah, I'm a pub boy. Do you know what I mean? I drink fucking continental lager. I am. As I've grown, I've realised there's things I like, and those things are Negronis, those things are gins, oh. those things are gin martinis. I was in um, LA and Vegas a few weeks back with Jack, very happy. To, I was basically just like there, just, you know, wiping his bum and stuff. So Jack Whitehall. Jack Whitehall, yeah. And um, we went to this one hotel bar and... We both like a dirty gin martini. And they had dirty gin martinis with olives, but within the olives was blue cheese. (laughs) Fucking hell, it was the nicest thing I've ever had. Wow. Like, you know, blue... Oh, God, even now, I'm salivating. Just that sip of going, I can taste like a little oomph of the blue cheese within that. Oh, my God, it was amazing. And I just like, also... You're getting a bit of a food. We're getting a bit of food with your drink. Yeah, an olive. Yes, please. Yeah. After basically dinner. It is yeah. dinner. Yeah. After university, I moved to Canada. I lived in oh, Vancouver. I'm, I'm very aware of that trip. And Vancouver, or Canada in general, likes a trend or a, or a strange thing. And at the time I was there, it was a. There was like a swing revival. So there was a swing band. You go to bars, there'd be swing bands on and stuff like that. Um, and there was also a martini trend going on. I think might have come with it. Um, and there was a lot, just loads of gin martinis. And that's where I got into them in general. There they'd have loads of different gin martini men, uh, menus with different varieties in it. And I've started around that time when I would go to a city I'd never been to before. I will find the highest bar I can find. Like sometimes it's obvious, sometimes there's a, there's a clear winner in, in, in the sky. I, I try and find the highest bar as I can. I'll sit by a window. Lovely. I will order a gin martini, a dirty martini ideally, and I will sit there and enjoy it and look out <laughs> of the city. And it is my favourite thing to do in life. I'm going for a, a, a dinner with a friend tonight, a um, friend from Grimsby, and already in my head I was going, I'm going to have two gin martinis. 
in my head. Oh, I'm having them already. And I think they are the drink that it's, you can set it up, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I might have a lager later, but I'll be thinking about that gin martini for the rest of today until I get that bitterness in my mouth and I'll be like, oh my God, yeah. Do you know what? We don't well, have to know, wait. We don't, yeah, I was going to oh, say, I'll pass you these. I mean, do you want, do you do want to, do you want to mix these? Because, um, I don't know what the measures are. I have no idea. I, I can either. tell you what my measure is. Okay. Right, so, well, so, so olden days, olden days, it used to be 50-50, I believe. But nowadays, I personally, it's mostly gin and a splash of vermouth. I mean, I'm not entirely sure these glasses are entirely clean. Well, you say that, but I saw out of the studio wiping his shirt on them earlier, so it must yeah. be all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. So, you're, what, so what are you saying the measures are? I'm saying, I mean, in the olden days, it would have been 50-50, I think. But nowadays, I, it's, I think, a splash of vermouth and mostly gin. Really? Yeah, you go heavy on the gin. But, that, but that's 15%, and that's 40 43? Yeah, well, they cost like 15 quid each. <laughs> I'm going to go 50-50. Okay. Okay. It's your, it's your part. Oh, that's, that's lovely. For the audio <laughs> listeners, Lloyd is smelling the vermouth. Okay. Satisfying that sound that very lovely audio sensory. While, while you're making sure they're all even as you are so carefully doing, what's the garnish of choice in this? Is it the blue cheese? Yes, yeah, so I'd love um, olives mm-hmm. with blue cheese within the olives. Um, ideally two, if that's okay, and a lot of brine. Okay, it says uh, their official stuff says um, Ooh, goes very well with oily fish, things like. Um, I had an anchovy. Anchovies, yes, exactly. There's a yeah, place in Notting Hill, that. and they they brought an anchovy on the side, and a, oh. and a, and a cornichon, cornichon. Yeah, yeah. This Tiny gherkin. This will be lovely for the listeners. Oh, oh that's the pop of gin. Yeah. ASMR. I'm now going to pour the gin into the glass. You can really hear that, could you? I think you gained less than 50-50 there. Yeah, but I'm also aware that this is quite a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> quite a lot. It's, it's lunchtime. I mean, it is just about the afternoon. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, that yeah. looks that looks lovely, by the way, the the, the gin that you've got. Yeah. Is this your from home? Is this, is this one? Is this one I've found in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it a Kentish gin? Well, let's Kentish give, it a, gin. give it a mention. White like Cliffs Kent Dry Gin, so it must be from Dover. I imagine. Okay, so... Um, Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Cheers. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the decadence. Yeah. I've definitely never had a martini this early. <laughs> Too vermouthy, isn't it? It's quite vermouthy. Yeah, yeah. that's why you... That's why you it's, 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 it's fair. I'm, 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 I will happily glug on that, but I'm very much a more gin, less vermouth man. Oh, that, you know what I said? Like, it, it doesn't feel like paint strip. <laughs> Yeah. That's gone down. It's like the opposite of um, Gaviscon. Yeah. I mean, there is probably, I think a lot of drinking does depend on your environment and stuff like that. And there's a difference between being with a lovely, freshly poured martini in a bar overlooking Boston than there is in a very brightly lit room. In Hoban. <laughs> Dox us. Um, uh, the, Dude, what's yeah. that? Don't us. Yeah. About that. The Moon fan to be outside. The, the Sorry, Hoban, right. Massachusetts. Yeah, thank yeah. you. For you. Um, I mean, it's still very good. 
I, I, it's, it's giving me a warm feeling in my belly. It's, but that also could be a stomach ulcer. It's far too vermouthy for me. Sorry about I'm that. Totally no, it's absolutely fine. It's an, and also, I went too big on the vermouth early doors. Yeah. And you can't really pour it back in. No, not when it's mixed. Oh, so just the martini logo is just beautiful it's and lovely. It is class, yeah. Mm, it makes it. you feel like you're in the talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, God, yeah. But not the fraud one. The Yeah, other driving a, a lovely original Mini. No. Mm, no, not for me. <laughs> Shut that down. Yeah, yeah drink yeah. a drive. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, fabulous. A, a great drink. Dan, are you, are you a gin martiniist? Yeah, I am. Yeah, absolutely. Love. Well, I'm either really gin or vodka. Yeah, I don't like vodka um, martinis. No. And if, if I say I'm going to get a gin martini, oh, I'm really sorry, out of gin. Firstly, why are you out of gin? Yeah. How's a bar out of Who gin? Says what that? the fuck? And it's not going to So I'll bar. say, well, I'll just leave it then. I'll just have a, I'll just have a J2O. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Right, every week, Lloyd, uh, our beloved regular Dan asks listeners for a suggestion of what our guests can put in the dream pub. You have the choice of accepting their suggestion or rejecting it outright. Mm. Do not feel swayed to be nice to them. I don't yeah. think you would anyway. No. Entirely up to you. Thank you. What have we got for us today, Dan? Today we've got a suggestion from Lily May. Nice name. In, yes, very nice. In Cheshire. So Two names, really. What? Two yeah. names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we know whereabouts in Cheshire? I, I don't know. Okay. Sorry about that. We don't that. want a doctor. No. no exactly. Hope and Cheshire. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's hear what Lily May uh, is going to suggest and then you can accept or reject. Brilliant. Hey guys, Lily May here. Given his impressive vocal talents, I think that every time that someone walks into Lloyd's Pub, they should be greeted by a choir. There's no pressure to join the choir, but I think it had a real touch of class. Imagine walking into a pub and having a full chorus singing your name. Anyway, thanks. Thoughts? What do you think? No. <laughs> Could Kate expand? No. Lo- like, lovely suggestion, Lily May. And, you know, I will have a Christmas concert in my pub as well. There'll be a couple of Christmas concerts, like a wassail. Do you know what I mean? Lots of mulled wine in the air. There'll be carol. Wassail. There'll be lots of um, uh, festive treats. Um, Such it, as? Uh, pigs in blankets. Mm-hmm. Uh, devils on horseback. Sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. Uh, scotch eggs. I can supply some wasabi peas. There'll be also um, mini cocktail sausages in honey and mustard. Not to, People will sometimes put too much honey and mustard on them. I think you want a, a, a smattering. Okay, there'll be a smattering of honey and mustard. But, but there will be um, choirs doing requests of... There'll be a choir of four people doing requests of, of, of carols. And um, some people doing readings. It's going to be lovely. Lily May's idea is is great, but I think we need to uh, mould it into maybe the Christmas area. So it's um, not an everyday thing; it's I, an occasional. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the occasion I, being Christmas. The occasion being Christmas. Yeah. So I just think that that might put people off going into a bar if you're going to get your name sung by a choir every time you come in. Yeah. And the people that will want their name sung by a choir every time I walk they walk in. I don't think I want those people in my pub. Uh, yeah. They might and they might come in, hear their name, walk out, come back in and just keep doing that because they like the yeah. sound of it. That could get quite irritating. Yeah. And it, it will you won't get people who are there for discretion. Gary's coming in with a woman who's not his wife. Well <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if they did that, that would be quite, yeah, that would be quite good. And also how do they know what that person's name is before they're coming in? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's someone outside with a walkie-talkie. Hi, I see you're about to go into the pub. Um, just for the choir. 
this is the, this is very niche, and I think only a few people might get this, but I'm going to love it. If that person had a clipboard and you were like, "What's your name?" Oh, my name's um, Zadok the Priest, and there's a really famous song which the Champions League music is based on. And like, what's your name, Zadok the Priest? And they go, "Okay, uh, this guy's called Zadok the Priest," and then the music is really Zadok the Priest. <laughs> Are you with? And Nathan the Prophet. Oh, that's brilliant. Because that's who we came in with. That is the only time it'd be funny. As like, you know, like, uh, yeah. Or like, what's your name? Barry the Bastard. It's Barry the Bastard. <laughs> yeah. So look, Lily May, fine. Maybe three times a year for charity. Um, a few times a year at Christmas. But I think, yeah, I, 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 yeah my pub is going to be very chilled. I've heard you sing... Quite a lot, Lloyd. And every time you do it, I'm always surprised, in the nicest possible sense, how great a singer you are. Can you remember when you took me into a wood and made made me give you a singing lesson? <laughs> I mean, the pandemic. Not, not here, not here. Oh, <laughs> in, a, yeah, in a wood. Yeah. 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 What, what was yeah. the wood called as well? I can't remember. Toy. Toys Hill. Toys it? Hill. You took me to a wood called Toys Hill and made me give me a singing lesson. Sure. I just drove you up. Well, here we are at Toys Hill Wood. Yeah. And we're going to go in there During, and you're going to teach me how to During sing. the pandemic. Yeah. We had to be two metres apart. So I've got an idea. Why don't we go to a wood and you give me a singing lesson? And again, as I said, I needed stuff to help me keep alive. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll drive to Kent. Not a problem. Surprised Dan doesn't know that. For a YouTube video. Yeah, surprised Dan doesn't know that. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Oh, okay. At least it was for a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash Robbie Knox. Yeah, um, yeah that, was, that, was, that was good. But thanks, Lily May. Yeah, yeah no, no. I, I love a Christmas quiet in a pub. Yeah. Like a little, little. you're right. You don't want too many. I don't want to walk in and have 20, 30 people there. I want four people singing. Mm. Like Christmas carols, yeah, that sort of lovely. stuff. And would you, with maybe a little charity bucket? Oh God, yeah. And would you be leading that, or 100%. would you? Yeah, yeah, I'd be. Oh yeah, from behind the bar. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. What are you? What? What are you? What are you? What's your big floor filler for Christmas carol? What's your favourite? Um, the Coventry Carol. Coventry Carol is a very lovely um, uh, song. Highly recommend you uh, Google it or give us a quick. the little tiny child. Bye bye, Luli Lule. That's so nice. Mm. I mean, I, Beautiful. I think you're. Herod the king in his waking. It's got like light and shade. I'm really... It sounds good. I'm... What I'll say is, I once went to see Paul Weller <coughs> and he played loads of new material and all that. <laughs> and I did not enjoy it. I just played a bit of jazz and stuff want, like that. Just or want... Wild Woods or something like that. I think your Christmas time you need to be playing the hits. You want Silent Night. You want Silent Night. You yeah. want Little Town of Bethlehem. I'll take Peacock Suite. What's that? How's peacock that one Suite. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought you were talking. Shit, sorry. <laughs> Good. But I'll take Pebbles on a Beach. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. a push. Yeah. I, th- I think, we, yeah, we've got something like that right at the end. But yeah. it, was, it was disappointing. Um, I think you need to be playing the, 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 the hits at Christmas. Yeah, fine. Once in Royal, Hark the Herald, <sighs> The Holly and the Ivy, Away in a Manger... Town. Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> Town called Malice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> point of no return. Well, Lily May's idea is rejected in her Sorry. version, sort but, of. but adapted. Sort of. yeah. it, it spawned something. So, yeah. well done there. If you have a suggestion for something that could go into a future pub, you can email me, Robbie at moonunderpod.com, with your artistic vision for a future guest. Uh, time now, while we're on the subject of music. 
for the PUBG box. You get to add one CD or mini disc into the PUBG box. What's it going to be? Well, I've got a couple of questions on this. So you said one CD. However, what I've gone for is a compilation album, which actually does have two CDs on it. Play on. Is that okay? Yeah, if it comes within one box, it's allowed. And I think you might get what they call an erection at this, <laughs> this suggestion. So this album was released on the 15th of July, 1996, oh, which can only be described as my friend Natalie's uh, 13th birthday. Already um, well in birthday. Robbie's wheelhouse that, 14th? that day. Hang on, give us the date. This is 15th of July, 1996. Oh, God. In the middle of Euro 96. No, it's not. It's a compilation album. Oh, compilation. Okay. Is it Shine? It's Shine. <laughs> it's Shine 5, specifically. <laughs> I'm gonna like I could have gone with Shine, like Shine original Shine original Shine album was unbelievable. You're talking, you blur part of life, Oasis, cigarettes and alcohol, uh, Green Day, Welcome to Paradise, um, Pulp. Do you remember the first time? But I've gone with Shine Five, a point of my life where pubs really became prevalent and started seeping into my personality, where I started discovering drinks. Obviously, I hadn't touched gin at that point because I was only um, 15 years old. <laughs> that came a few years later. CD1, I'm going to quickly go through it. Ash, Goldfinger, Shed 7, Going for Gold, Dodgy, In a Room, Long Pig, She Said, Frambury, Salvation, Coolest Shaker, Grateful When You're Dead, Paul Weller, Out of the Sinking. Happy with that? Uh, I'd, I'd mm. rather. Another. Ocean Colour Scene, The Day We Caught the Train, Skunk and Lansing Charity, Cast History, Blur Stereotypes, Divine Comedy, Something for the Weekend, Space Female of the Species. Do yes, like please. that. Do like that. Super Fairy Animals, Something for the Weekend, Supergrass Going Out, Sleep It In Between Her, Gin Blossoms, Follow Your Dream, The Cardigans, Rise and Shine, The Wanna Dies, You and Me Song. As for CD2, you think, well, can it get much better? Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger, Pulp, Sorted for Ease and Whiz, Ash, Oh Yeah, Menswear, Being Brave, Road Your Head, Fake Plastic Trees, Jean, Sleep Well Tonight, Suede, The Wild Ones, oh. Stone Roses, One Love, Manson, Take It Easy Chicken, Lush, Jean. Single Girl, Terror Vision, Perseverance, oh. Levelers, Hope Street, 60 Foot Dolls, Talk To Me, Audio Web, Into My World, uh, Salt, Bluster, Garbage, Queer. Oh, what a compilation a album that, that will just... Really take me back to an an area an area an era of my life where I was beginning to think I think the pubs are for me. Lloyd erection confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> a terrific choice. I even Surely... recognise the album artwork. Oh on that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I sort of, it's the one with sort of the greyish. Yeah. It's like black. It's almost like um, spray Speckled. paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On on. on on great. I think I had I think I had all of Shine's up until maybe Shine Nine or Shine. I think it was like best of ninety seven after that. But um I'm, I say, but I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm gonna go through the Shine albums and have a look because I consider myself quite the aficionado of Britpop. I DJ'd uh Britpop at Latitude this year. I've done a fair bit of of that of late. And there's songs here I completely forgot about. Oh, there's so many good songs. Like, like if you go to Shine Three, like Pulp, Common People, Oasis, Roll With It, Supergrass, All Right, Lightning Seeds, Marvellous, Sleeper, What Do I Do Now, Menswear, Stardust, Cast, All Right, Oh My God, Garbage, Only When It Rains. I mean, these are great. These, are these songs like Manson, Take It Easy, Chicken is a great song. It's these, a great, there's some brilliant stuff on here. These songs are so good that even I I know them. <laughs> wow, well, Dan yeah. only really knows yeah. one band. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Squeeze. Oh, yeah, crikey, yeah. wow, that's yeah. niche. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It's a surprising band to just dedicate yeah. Yeah. their entire music to. knowledge to. Yeah. Who's the lead singer, Squeeze? Glenn Tilbrook. Yeah, that is yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah. But lovely. Fair yeah. yeah. Thanks. There we go. I mean, that, that's completely on board with that. And I'd be surprised if it wasn't already in the jukebox. Oh, like, no, I know, just, just it, it was that sort of time. Which, I, I, you know, I did think about using Coldplay Parachutes as my one album because I just love the album. And again, kind of, I think 96 it came out where it was, again, yeah. formative years. But I just think Shine, there's, a, there's something for everyone in that pub. Yeah. I don't know, if, do, you, do you still get compilation albums now? Do well, you, you buy play, CDs? Playlists on Spotify, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Really? Or other um, platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I, think we're pod, I think we're platform agnostic on this podcast. Yeah, fine, yeah, just wherever. Um, yeah, yeah a, a terrific choice. Added. Consider Thank it added. You. I really appreciate that. My first post-divorce pint. The gin I had in Hull. My nan's homemade buckfast. The rum I drank with Liz Hurley. The lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. Right, this is a feature now called A Drink in Time, mm. where not only has the Moon Underwater created this pub as you speak around us, it also allows you to travel back through history to relive a drink at an occasion of your choice. What are you going to be drinking, where or when, and who with? And all those other questions. The year is 1992. You are how old? Just so my mum doesn't get locked up. (laughs) The year is 1992. I am nine-ish. It's Christmas Eve. Everyone's round at my Auntie Irene and Auntie Binny's house. The whole family there. Next door, the Francis's, they're around as well. Okay? It's heaving. Imagine the Royal Family Christmas special. That is exactly what it was like at my auntie's house. Everyone's drinking. The nuts are flying. The quality street, the roses, as in like peanuts selection. Bombay mix, do you know what I mean? Why not? I mean, things are cooking in the kitchen, ready for tomorrow. The tree is absolutely laden with presents underneath her skirt. I say to mum, mum, can I have a drink? And she says, Lloyd, you can have one of these. It's a Christmas treat from now on. Me and my then best mate, John Cox, we proudly hold this can of Shandy Bass, 0.5%. We're nine years old. We're drinking alcohol. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) We pull the ring pull. Sure, it's no red stripe. But oh my God, we're on the stairs to adulthood. (laughs) And then we drink it and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And just that Shandy Bass, it's a good drink, isn't it? What a beautiful Ooh. image yeah. you've painted there. First question, yeah. how many aunties do you have? Quite a few. Yeah. Um, th- uh, three. All right, so not that many, just the three you mentioned then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Auntie Beryl, Auntie Binny, Auntie Irene. Yeah. Um, Auntie Binny and Auntie Irene lived together um, like back in the day, like Spencer's of the parish, and we all, everyone used to go around to theirs for Christmas. It's good. It's nice. That was that a tradition, a Christmas yeah. tradition that night. That, yeah. So this is when was this Christmas Eve? Was it Christmas Eve? We'd we'd get there probably like the day before Christmas Eve, and then um, yeah, we we me and my mom and my sister would stay at my auntie's, and then like my uncles, my uncles would come around, my other aunties would come around, neighbors would come around, friends would come around. It was just brilliant. Cousins would come around. It was amazing. Like we had like proper lovely Christmases, tiny little house, like three up, three down. And just it was just 
grand and everyone would just come in and would just eat a shitload of food. Do you know what I mean? Like all very working class, do you know what I mean? Like it was just, you know, it was it was lovely. And um, oh, do you know what? I've actually realized that the one of the drinks that I did want to put in instead of red stripe was actually beer door. Right. Because mm-hmm. that was basically yeah. the fridge staple around about Christmas yeah. time. Just bottles of bottles of beer door. I think 2.8%. You get it from Tesco. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I absolutely, yeah, I just loved, loved Christmas growing up and, you know, people were drinking and stuff like that. Um, I remember Skull being quite famous one Christmas. Yeah. Do you remember Skull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skull, Skull, at all. Skull was very famous one Christmas. Oh, Skull. And yeah. it's S-K-O-L. Yeah. Yes. S-K-O double L or one L? I think it's a single, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I just, I just, and I kind of missed those Christmases. And luckily my sisters had a baby and, you know, there's a nice little family developing there. You've, so got, you've got someone to give some shandy to. Oh yeah. yeah well, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the little ones literally turns two next week. So I'm, you know, got to wait seven years, mm. but um, yeah, I used, yeah. I just miss those Christmases actually. Sadly, but, sadly though, shandy bath was discontinued five years ago. Yeah. Was 2018. It? You high? No. no. Who said that? My mind. No, my, Wait, I did some research. Shandy yeah. Are, like, they're missing uh, a trick here. It's been out. Yeah. And you're, and you're right, because YouGov do an annual survey on uh, on brands. <laughs> and <laughs> and Shandy Bass still comes in as the 48th most recognised uh, drinks brand. It's just not bad. 64% of people know about it. Is Bass still about? You can still get Bass beer. Yeah. That's but, when uh, you know you're not top of the pecking order at YouGov, isn't it? What am I working on? Political analysis for the upcoming yeah. election. No, we're going to find out whether people still know Shandy Bass brand recognition. Oh yeah, but people still like it. There's there's little sort of things of people um, trying to get it back. You know, there's, there's, there's a there was a Twitter thing um, of people campaigning to Britvic to try and bring it back. But yeah, it's very sad. Owned by Britvic now. Is yeah, it? I'll get on. Do you have any um, Christmas? traditions now are going on in your life are you always back to Grimsby for them well yeah usually we are back to Grimsby we've, we've done a couple in in in, uh, in in London which are fun I think we might do London this year as well um, and it's quite insane like driving from my my place in Battersea to my um, sisters in northwest London where it's so empty and like I drove the other, the other few years well about four or five years back and the only traffic that there was were the horses <laughs> Going from Hyde Park to Buckingham Palace, <laughs> just like like loads of uh, loads of uh, army, and just like, uh, well, lads, you're yeah. Like, yeah, happy Christmas, happy Christmas. Yeah. So, um, cheers. It was dead, just dead weird. I mean, driving my Lamborghini through Central, um, but yeah, uh, we used to have a tradition of going to Willie's, the pub that I mentioned before, every Christmas. Um, and Willie's is a lovely pub in Cleethorpes, as I've mentioned, but they also brew their own beer. And it's great because it just means you can go to Willis. You go, oh, yeah, can I get a pint of Willis, please? <laughs> can I get a pint of Willis? And then Swigs, where I worked at, was actually um, Swigs stood for Second Willis in Grimsby. Um, so it was like the same same, same owner, yeah. But I would, um, can I just, so, so the Moon Underwater pub would actually be on the location of Willis. So okay. I know it's a pub in my mind. Mm. But it can be located wherever you want, yeah. It's basically by the beach in Cleethorpes. I, I have been to Willis without you. Mm. I've enjoyed Willie's without you, Lloyd, in the past. <laughs> How dare you? Um, and I remember sending you a photo going, I'm in Willie's. And it yeah. was the pub that you were looking forward to going to see. Yeah. Post-lockdown. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Lovely, lovely pub. 
Yeah. Very nice. I have to I've never been to Grimsby. Oh gosh. I'm at the point now where I have um multiple children. So I'm now creating, trying to create Christmas traditions yeah. now. The one I've incorporated is the Christmas Day lunchtime pint. Oh, or four. <laughs> four or five, you can not manage. Have you ever done a Christmas Day pub trip? Um no. Well, so yes and no. When I sang at Exeter, when I was at Exeter, I was doing university, but also as a cross scholar, you basically couldn't leave the cathedral until the day after Boxing Day. So you were obliged to basically sing through Christmas, on Christmas Day, do St. Stephen's Day, Boxing Day, and then you're allowed to go basically Boxing Day night or the next day. So I'd missed my family for like four years, which is pretty sad not having Christmas at home. But, you know, obviously Christmas, quite a large proportion of the Christian calendar. So they were like, look, you just can't. Go so occasionally, like Michael Evis buggering off for Glastonbury. You know? Yeah, go. No, no, no. You do need just in case Stevie Wonder wants to sing yeah. with you on stage. Okay, fine, fair enough. <laughs> so we'd often like go to the pub after after the Wellhouse. We'd go to the Wellhouse and it'd be open. It was great, but yeah, not not recently. No, but again, it's something that I might you know. I, I also think that yeah, maybe in the future. I never thought of it. I never really considered it. I was always thinking, oh, you don't need to go to the pub. It's a lovely atmosphere. It's so brilliant. Because it's only open for like two, two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got a concentrated time there. Yeah. You bump into neighbours. Yeah. You've got like, various other people. I think it's nice if you've got like a local pub, you know, yeah. a village pub or a local pub that you can go to. I mean, if you're just going to a random Yates on a, on a Christmas day, I'm, I'm, I've got <laughs> yeah. a feeling it probably might be a little little lonelier. than uh, Wick Airport yeah. Weatherspoons. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there are people there. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Yeah, know. but yeah, so so I'm 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 looking to try and incorporate some new Christmas traditions right. for the families as we go on, like maybe like a like a Christmas party or something like that. That's what I want to bring in. Lovely, yeah. you'll get an invite. <laughs> we're not we're not about Christmas though. We're talking about this. Uh, lovely choice, Lo- a lovely image painted there from Lloyd. Now it's time to find out Lloyd's dream pub companion, but that is only for those of you who are high net worth individuals and have purchased the Moon Underwater Patreon. If you're interested in that, you can subscribe at moonunderpod.com and get loads of extra content. For the rest of you, we'll be back after this brief interlude. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are barred. Welcome back to the non-patronizers. Um, lovely answer Thank from you. Lloyd. Um, one you would not guess, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. Uh, now we get to bar something from the pub, Lloyd. Yep. I know you're a man filled with hatred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you will you will no doubt have a long list of this, but what's the one thing or whatever that you want to bar from I here? will be showing football in my pub, okay? So the football will be on. Um, you know, your generic kind of your Sky Sports, your TNTs, maybe an Amazon. Multiple TVs? One TV? Uh, there'll be four TVs. Big screen? No, big screen. But there'll be big TVs. Don't okay. you worry about that. Uh, Hello. Four TVs. Sorry, I was just, it is a podcast where we analyse yep. things. We do need to ask a few questions. Okay, go on. <laughs> Sorry if that's a problem. Um, do all the TVs show the same match or will you be showing multi- multiple things if there's a clash? So it's very rare that there is a clash. I think it's fair to say that. Uh, I suppose if it's just football, yeah. Well, recently, of course, there was the Women's World Cup final against, uh, and you could have been watching Norwich. Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Or the the last day of a World Cup group stage. Yeah, exactly. So there'll be split screen, two on two. two. And that'll be terrestrial anyway, anyway, won't it? So that's not a problem. But usually there is only really one TV, uh, uh, one, one game on, unless you come in and go in, oh, you're showing Glenn Torren versus Harps. You're going, Mm. no, weirdly, I'm not. Champions League night. Champions League night, I will probably play, champ- yeah, maybe play Champions League, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So the, the, there'll, be an, there'll be an array and there'll be a schedule. So I'll put the schedule out and you can have a look at that if okay. you want. Comment, commentary on or off? Commentary on. Loud? What? Well, um, medium, yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you've publicised your schedule, are people, <laughs> are people allowed to request? So if you come into the pub yeah. and you've got on, say, Chelsea v Spurs, yeah. and there's no one in. Yeah. And someone goes, mate, any chance you could pop on Liverpool Villa? Will you do it, or will you stick to your? Schedule? But they should—they're not being played at the same You've time. You've got a dodgy Sky. I don't dodgy. have a dodgy Sky. Right, right. Okay. I do not have a dodgy Sky. Thank you. They're both playing in the, in the group stage of the Champions League, <laughs> <laughs> and no one's come to watch them. I'll cross that bridge <laughs> as and when we come to it. Okay. But if, if case by case basis. Yeah, but if if there is, you know, like uh, so, for example, Grim. Uh, Grimms, yeah. Look, there'll be. It's all above board. Um, come for me. I've got all my paperwork. Okay. Okay. That isn't what's banned. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what's banned. Fucking questions. <laughs> That's what's banned. Okay. <laughs> um, so what is banned is there's football on, and you're allowed to talk about football ten minutes before the game, and you're allowed to talk about football during the game. Then ten minutes after, there is no football chat allowed in this pub other than ten minutes before. And ten minutes after the game, what is the purpose of this? Just uh, stop football chat. Talk about other stuff. Yeah. Talk about your feelings. Do you know what I mean, talk about what you've been up to recently. I don't want to be like, oh, but Arsenal really do have a number one, though, don't they? Do you know what I mean? No one really mm-hmm. gives a shit. Okay. I just want you to talk about normal stuff. Okay. Can I? It will be policed. Can I make a suggestion that we include in that? Any chat about a fantasy Premier League team 
Yeah, any, any, fo- any football. Yeah. All, all football chat is bad. Because I find that the most... There is no more boring pub conversation when someone tells you a story from their FPL. Thing. Yeah. Because there's only two things they're going to tell you. They put someone in who's had a bad game or they took someone out who's done really well. Those all, are the only two chats. All football chat is banned. You, you, you're allowed 10 minutes before the game, 10 minutes after. That is it. If you want to talk about FPL, talk about it during the game. Mm-hmm. You've got a plethora of minutes there. You've got 90 plus 15, give or take the... Actually, that qualifies as a plethora, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just just football chat outside of it is, is banned. Talk about other stuff. I think we talk about football too much. And I think that we need to talk about other stuff. So I will, you know, I'll encourage my staff members to uh, kind of like engage in different conversation. And they, it will be policed. We've got AI cameras that will be able to dicta- uh, detect. A team of lip readers. We're, yeah, we've got a team of lip readers in the yeah. cellar. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is the punishment if someone is caught breaking this rule? Oh, just just um, out, just kicked out of the pub. Well, they're both. And, they're both. Uh, yeah, and beheaded. Right. No, not beheaded. Um, we'll have uh, stalls outside um, where you put the, your hands in and your head in. And then they behead you. And then they'll behead me, but then you, basically everyone gets yeah. a soft tomato. Um, so the skin's been broken already, so it won't really hurt. You'll have protective goggles on, but um, you're then, you then five people throw a, tomato, a soft tomato at you. Um, and then you have to go back in the pub and finish your drink with tomato residue on your face. Nice. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I can go with that. I I I I don't find I get too much pub football chat in general. But maybe that's just the people I hang around with. I, as in outside of games, I don't find I go to the pub with people who are just talking about yeah. random transfers. Yeah. Not. Maybe I do. Yeah. What about your your thoughts on that one, Dan? I do. I I I generally will have a bit of football chat with, but I think it'd be a good thing for me to to go what well, we're talking about it now but then yeah. it's done and yeah. we could we'll talk about something else I yeah. think that's a good that's a, a nice discipline hey, to well, have you know if there's a if, if there's a game an hour later that's fine but there's that hour, hour that hour gap no football 40 minutes cause talk about our extensive selection yeah. of crisps yeah <laughs> wonderful, wonderful you, you can ask me about crisps what crisps you want what slabs what you heard of slabs slabs oh my god no if you listen to this google slabs crisps they are the best best crisps in the world. They are massive, thick slabs of crisps. And I will have, and this will come out of the profit, I'll have bottles of sriracha sauce and little kind of like dishes that you can dip the slabs in. They're incredible crisps. I drink in a little pub, a little boozer. It's a little boozer, it's a bar in Battersea Square. And they um, they serve slabs and they're absolutely brilliant. Have you got them up on your screen? It's there? a thicker yeah. bag. It's like a square bag. Thank you very much, yeah. It's a really lovely crisp. Um, various different uh, flavours. Various different flavours and just just a really good crisp. And if you're buying, it's not like, you know, you just buy a packet crisp. But if you're buying a slab, it's not an investment in, in price. It's an investment in life. Mm. Have you got a little slab branding? I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just improvised that and I'm very happy with yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. they'll be using that. Yeah. So, really but that. that but that's crucially I, I do want slabs in my in my in yeah. my in my pub. Terrific. Never had a slab. Look no. forward to my first slab experience. I will be looking out for them in the boozers of this fair land. Drink up, please. It's time. Now Lloyd, we need to 
name your pub. But before that, if people have enjoyed you on here, what have you got coming out? What can people go and get more Lloyd in their life? Yeah, so um, I'm on tour uh, next year in 2024, doing my show Baroque and Roll up and down the country. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Tickets are selling nicely, but it'd be good to kind of uh, sell out the rest of the ones that aren't. If you can't wait until then, um, obviously buy a ticket for that. But then I've got my last year's show, uh, Lloyd Griffith, One Ton of Fun on ITVX. Um, the special mm. is on there, which we, we filmed at Doc's Beers, which is a brilliant brewery, which you've done a collaboration with, uh, with, yep. with Binde IPA. Um, we, uh, well, yeah, uh, Binde Brewery. Binde? Binde Brewing Company. Binde Brewing Company. You did Binde IPA. Yep. And we did, well, uh, we did a Valencian no, tip. Yeah, right, sure, we, did a, we did a live podcast there as well. Yeah, we did a live podcast. your Valencian tip? Yeah. That's one of my favourite beers. It was a lovely God, beer. That was a Loads nice of beer. friends from home. Absolutely yeah. loved gorgeous it. Gorgeous beer. Lovely gorgeous beer. So I filmed at the Docks Academy, which is a venue above the brewery. And so that's out on ITV. Very proud of it. Really like it. So if you fancy, fancy that, and then, yeah, just on on, uh, on on all the socials. The new tour, um, is, there a, is there a theme? Yeah, it's a little bit. It's called Baroque and Roll. And um, essentially, I wanted to call it Renaissance because... Um, I'm turning 40 this year and I think I've, there's been a few things in my life that I've gone, do you know what, I'm going to change. I've loved this 39 years on, on earth, but there's a few things I would quite like to change. So renaissance basically means rebirth. So I'm, um, I wanted to call it renaissance, but everyone's like, yeah, sadly, um, Beyonce just used that title for a world tour and I think you might get lost in <laughs> yeah. in the internet for that. Yeah. Uh, so I've called it Baroque and, Baroque and Roll. Baroque is the period of time before renaissance. That's a little bit, you know, a, a, a wanky title, but... And also Baroque and Roll kind of insinuates, you know, midlife crises, crises and stuff. So uh, basically I'm having my um, shoulders back and hair, la- back hair lasered. So, um, yeah, and Lovely. I'll be talking about well, Every that. night on stage. Every night on stage, yeah. yeah. And you get to do it. <laughs> you know, you don't. Crucially, there's a lady in Tottenham Court Road that does it um, under constant supervision. So, uh, yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's a fun show. I've been doing uh, new material for it already. And it's, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's going down well. So... Um, Marvellous. Th- those two come things. Come to really. Norwich. Yeah, come to Norwich, the Playhouse. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Amazing venue. I know, nice. cracking bar as well. Yeah, cracking really bar. good bar. We, we we went there after your show. Yeah. Um, I had a show the next day because we it was under gap and happy. Yeah, so I wasn't drinking. Yeah. You had a show the next day. You were drinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, um, I then, I was there with my wife. In the end, I went to, it's like 11.30 on a Wednesday. Should I probably go home and let the babysitter go? My wife was, nah, she'll be all right. I went, 15, it's school night. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should go back. So I ended up leaving. You, yeah, you left so I went, I went home and you and my wife and a couple of friends yeah. stood out boozing till whatever hour. It's about seven in the morning. Oh, yeah. Legend. Yeah. What are we calling this pub? The pub is called The Mouse in the Moon. Oh, that's a nice Very nice. So I've, the, in Cleethorpes, where this pub, in my mind, is based, mm-hmm. in my mind, so there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a pub, uh, there's a place that I've talked about earlier called Willie's, which I do, you know, I do like, and um, it's a great pub, but I will be taking it over, and it is going to be called The Mouse and the Moon. So in Cleethorpes, there is uh, various illuminations up and down the promenade, and one of them, and it's kind of like synonymous with Cleethorpes, there is like a cartoony illumination of a moon, and sat on the bottom of the moon, on the crest of the moon, is a mouse. And so I just quite like that, the mouse and the moon. And so that is what um, the pub is going to be called. And it's going to overlook the beach, the sea, and hopefully the moon. And that, right. that is why it's called that. So 
that was the easiest thing of all this. Oh, yeah. Is just you know the mouse oh, and the moon. And I was thinking it's quite a nice little. You have to the mouse tonight. Yeah, why not? Because yeah. every, every pub gets abbreviated, don't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, I wanted something nice that's innocent that can't be misstrewed. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the mouse in the moon is a nice little. I think it sounds name. lovely. I'd happily drink. It sounds idyllic. Yeah. I can imagine a lovely pub sign for that. Yeah. Well, moon. that's why. Yeah. And I've already got the designer. Um, in mind to do all the typography, a lovely guy called Ash Willerton from Grimsby, who will be doing the sign writing. He's an incredible sign writer and designer, so he'll he'll be doing that. Would you like to own a pub, Lloyd? Yes, hundred percent. But I know it's a bore Yeah, yeah. And having worked in pubs, you know, and having been friends with landlords, you know, it's like it is. It takes over your life. Yeah, it is your life. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to like separate the the you know the life from outside the pub, and life inside the pub. So. I mean, ideally, yes, but... Probably not. Probably not. Lloyd, it's time for you to return now to the correct realm. But before you go, Dan, can we have a recap of what Lloyd is taking with him in The Mouse and the Moon? Yes, so uh, Lloyd's draft choices were Castle Main Forex and Stellar Artois. Bottle and can category, Erdinger uh, 0% and cans of Red Stripe. Mm. Spirit choices, uh, gin, Specifically, Plymouth Gin. Plymouth Gin. Yeah, and uh, and Martini Extra Dry Vermouth, so he can mix some of his favourite very dirty martinis. Um, you uh, well, you semi rejected the listener suggestion that a choir could sing people's names as they walk in. You kind of moulded that into your own idea that you would you would have a choir at times during the year, particularly yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, your jukebox uh, choice was a compilation double CD Shine Five. Your drinking time was uh, Shandy Bass, remembering a great uh, first time we drank Shandy Bass at, at Christmas. And you've barred football chat outside of football being on screens, 10 minutes either side of a, of a football match. And you've called your pub The Mouse on the Moon. The Mouse in the Moon. In the Moon. Why did I say on? The Mouse the in moon. the Moon. One job down. Yeah. <laughs> I even wrote it down, right? Just didn't That's it. worse. Yeah. Don't boast about yeah, that. Yeah. Don't boast that you can't read. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd. I can write, but yeah, I can't yeah, read. <laughs> Lloyd, thank you very much. Oh. I will send you back out onto the moors. Thank Safe travels back. And uh, bye. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.